ML Nation, episode 477. This industry is for you. You just have to find your mojo because once you find your mojo, you find your tribe, you find that check, and that's the beauty of this industry. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. Hey, if you feel overwhelmed or lack consistency, we have free resources on our website, mlnation.com, on how to defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlmnation.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fried up to bring one of my good friends. This is her second time on the show. I actually had the honor to coach her a couple years ago. And I'm saying honored and just excited because I've seen her grow so many, so much. I think it was three years ago you did coaching with me and when you're on ML Nation. And you're like a totally different person. Anyway, ML Nation, ML Nation, are you ready? And Marina, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely. Let's get this party started. Marina Simone is the CEO and founder of Mom in Heels where she teaches moms how to slay online sales and to create their own brand to become, as she says, fierce, flawsome, and free. Marina joined Network Marketing in 2012 as a broke single mom looking for financial freedom. But instead, the only thing she found was failure for two and a half years in her first network marketing company. But Marina persisted and eventually built an organization of over 20,000 customers and distributors in two years using online strategies. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, this is, like I mentioned, Marina's second time on ML Nation. She was previously on episode 138. You want to hear her complete story? Go back to there. But really, I, I wanted her to be on here. Recently, Marina and I connected at a, a big event. And it's just like, you know, I've seen her grow so much. We need to get you back on there. And she started as mom and Hughes group. Really got good stuff going on. Anyway, aside from network marketing, Marina uh, has a wife and also mom to a beautiful eight-year-old girl, Anaya. So, Marina, what's going on? Why don't you share really briefly how did you get started in network marketing? I will. I mean, first off, I just have to give it to you. Like, you just are amazing. You know, it's so awesome. I have clients of mine now that will come back and send me some of your podcasts. What do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And I just, I love what you do for our industry, Simon. And you're right. You were absolutely my first ever network marketing coach in the industry. I have to say thank you. A lot of the stuff that I learned for social media and building my team, is it came from you in the beginning. And I'm just so grateful for you giving me the time that you did back then. But I got started in network marketing because a friend from high school back in the day hit me up and actually on Facebook before I even knew how to build on Facebook. So it's so funny. Send me a private message with a link. He totally spammed me, you guys. So that's the funny part of it. But um, I was looking for something at the time because I was legit in a cubicle. I was exhausted. I missed my daughter take her first steps. That was a horrible moment for me. And I started to realize like if I wanted to live a life that I wanted, I was going to have to make some changes. I didn't have enough money to, you know, open my own business because, you know, hello, I didn't have a product I wanted to create. So after avoiding him for four or five months because he spammed me, um, a friend of mine had gotten involved with him. So I decided to take a look and I, you know, took a look at it, loved the compensation, what I saw and thought I was going to be rich. <laughs> so you struggled for two and a half years. Yeah. Um, what were the, some of the mistakes you made during that time? Now looking back. 
now looking back, you know, first off, let me just be real. I had the blame game going on when it, in the very beginning of why I thought I didn't have success in the industry for so long. And it was that company and it was this and it was that. And I'm grateful that I've grown up and I've become an adult now um, since then. And I have to say it was just part of it. It wasn't my time. I wasn't the leader that I believe I needed to be for a huge organization or for some people. I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't, I hadn't learned enough yet. I didn't know the closing skills. I didn't know the invite skills. It was really just ignorance on fire the first you know, year in the industry. And then the other year and a half, I think I was complaining about what I didn't have for so long. And I worked hard, but I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't work hard. Let me go back. I worked hard, like I thought I was working as hard as I possibly could, but I wasn't sacrificing my weekends. I wasn't sacrificing certain things that I know now that I needed to sacrifice to get where I am today, right? It's a short-term imbalance for the long-term outcome. And I thought I was okay with that, but I don't think I was doing that to the fullest. And I wasn't building online. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that partly had something to do with it too, because it's, it's my style. I found my mojo. But like the the mindset and the attitude always starts first before everything yes. else. What what made you change? So how did you get out this blame mentality and start becoming a leader? You know, I started to one implement the things I was learning before I was teaching them. So check this out. I always thought I was a know it all. I knew everything. Nobody else knew anything, Simon. Um, I think you got a taste of that when you started coaching me in the beginning. And <laughs> and for me, I had to swallow a humble and you know eat some humble pie and realize that if I was going to turn around and teach certain things that I needed to be implementing on myself and it's so funny when I started implementing things that I wanted my team to do it's when I found success isn't that crazy <laughs> what was one of the first things you implemented whether it's a strategy or like a mindset or something that uh that you implemented it was like oh you have to take the humble pie what was that yeah, it was two things. It was one, really putting in front of me what I wanted, what success meant to me. Like success to me isn't millions of dollars, to be honest with you. Success to me is spending the time I want with my family and having choices. For some people, that's 10 grand a month. For some, it's 20. For some, it's a million, right? So that was first and foremost. The second thing for me was the income producing activities, realizing where I was wasting a lot of my time, following up with the same exact people every single month, right? Following up with the same exact people, you guys, like I wasn't creating a new list of humans. And it was kind of because I just didn't want to get over the fear of the invite. I wanted to sit on that the same 30 people I kept inviting, we're going to join and make me a millionaire. It's like I wasn't, I was making excuses of why I wasn't getting to the next level. I wasn't doing the things I needed to do. How did you uh, overcome that, like that fear? And uh, what was the what happened? You know, at, at, at one moment in time, you know, I had a mentor of mine that was just really real with me and kind of kicked me in the butt. And it takes some really, really strong to put me in check because of the type of personality that I have. And I'm Italian, let's be real. Um, but it really, at that point, um, he had said to me, he's like, stop making it about you. What's the impact you can make on other people? You know, how can you make this kind of about you because you do need to make some income from it, but how can you empower other people? And that was a moment of like, wow, I was being really selfish and I wasn't, I was looking at everybody as a dollar that I was trying to recruit. And I wasn't looking at 
really life changing. Like this industry is life changing. I know that now. And I didn't, I don't think I kind of absorbed that then. So that was that starting moment. And then it was the personal development that I really started putting myself into. What has been um, your, how, how, let's talk about transition to online. You really have a very good online brand, uh, very niche Thank specific as, as well. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, where viewers can check you out. How did you transition to building online? When did that start happening? Um, so I got involved in network marketing in 2012 and 2014 is when I started to build online. And what motivated you? Um, uh, well, let's see. Part of it was the time. I was sick of, you know, having meetings and nobody show up. <laughs> I was sick of driving an hour and 45 minutes to a meeting for my team member and no one showing up. You know, I was a mom. I still am a mom, not was a mom. I wanted to be home with my daughter. I didn't want to be at meetings. Now, that's not to say that I don't believe in the belly to belly because I will still meet with people. I will still meet with influencers. But there's a way that you can utilize attraction marketing. And I started to figure that out in 2014. I think it was March or April of 2014. So ever since then, I've been building online. So if someone's to build online right now, what would you what was the first things you should do? What do you recommend? Yeah, first and foremost, Facebook groups are really a big deal. They're they've absolutely helped me since 2014. That's when I started building with Facebook groups. And just to really make people feel like they're a part of something. They're a part of a culture, right? First and foremost. And they can see testimonials and stories in there. And you don't have to plaster it all over your wall. So that's first and foremost. And second was the three-way chats. Um, I'm not a fan of three-way calls just because I remember, you know, in the, my first company being on the phone eight hours you know, a day. And sometimes I'd be on the phone for 45 minutes and they didn't qualify that lead before necessarily getting me on the phone. So I felt like I was wasting a lot of time. So the three-way chats has been really helpful in qualifying people before I get on the phone with them. So that's been really big. And the other part is, you know, live video. I mean, we can legit do a presentation for hundreds and hundreds of people through a Facebook event or on a, in a Facebook group and have hundreds of people on. And I mean, that's what I've been doing since 2000. When did live video come out? 2015? End of 2015? End of 2015, but people really started using in 2016. 2016. Yeah, the second it came out, I was like, oh, this is on. It's on. When I, As soon as I could do live video in events and in Facebook groups, oh, I went to town. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about uh, three-way chats a little bit. Uh, how do people connect you for three-way chats? How do you train your team to do that? You know, it's the same edification process as if we were on a three-way call. So it's still the same skills of traditional network marketing or traditional direct sales or whatever, you know, social retail, whatever industry, whatever we're calling it these days, it's multi-level marketing, let's be real here. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it's still the skill set. So I'm still sharing, like, you need to edify me, edify the prospect, tell me what they've seen. And what is their first question? Like guide me in that chat so I know what they're interested in. So I'm not like going off on a dissertation about something they're not even interested in. And then it's all about connecting and asking questions. Like that's my job if I'm the one that's, you know, the expert in the chat is really to find out what are they interested in? What are they looking for? You know, are they really interested? Do I need to get on the phone with them? Are they an influencer? So I really need to get on the phone with them. Like, Three-way chats really just helped me, too, to be able to kind of work the business in my nooks and crannies, mm -hmm. right? 
So you, your team would actually message you first. Oh, hey, Marina, I have a three-way chat coming on. They'll brief you, and then they'll edify you in that three-way chat. Yes, absolutely. Like my personally sponsored know that they can message, you know, with me in a three-way chat anytime because, you know, that's what I'm here for. But my team knows too. Like we're all here. We have a team chat and we're all here to support each other. So if someone's not available, we'll get in a team chat. Who could do a three-way chat? And we help each other that way too. So it's not just me. Um, we have a large team, so the team really helps each other out, which is awesome. So uh, sticking to online, let's talk about your branding. Uh, I love it. Moms and Heels. Obviously, I'm not that target audience. No, no, no not you're definitely not my target audience. Uh, but However, you're very... you know. <laughs> uh, but it's really well done. What inspired you to create that? And uh, yeah, what was the vision yeah. behind that? Well, it's so funny. I didn't even like realized for the longest time before the brand actually came about, I was already hashtagging moms with heels, moms in heels, all that stuff. And I, I wasn't even thinking branding, which is so funny. But then people started sending me high heel pictures and, oh, these heels would look good on you. My mom actually had me in high heels, like went into labor and she was wearing these pink fluffy heels. And that was the story. And so my husband hates um, sandals. So I'm always in high heels because he loves it. So I'm going to make him happy, right? I'm going to wear high heels. So people saw that I was always in heels. And so it just became the thing. And then I was like, you know, heels make me feel confident. Heels make me feel like I have posture. And whoa, in online businesses, marketing, small businesses, network marketing, whatever, moms can sometimes lose themselves. And we need to feel confident right? We lose ourselves when we become moms and it's all about the kids. We smell like puke and Gucci cologne or perfume or whatever. And it's all about the, it's all about the kids. So high heels make me feel like it can be about me. And so I was like, whoa, that's really empowering because there's a lot of women out there that, you know, maybe don't get dressed up all the time because they're in yoga clothes all the time because they're running around for the kids and they're building businesses. And so it just all kind of came around that way. If that makes sense. Mm. So what is the vision behind Moms and Heroes? What do you do? And what is this group about? Yeah. So first off, it wasn't supposed to be about network marketing. Um, that was not my vision for it. But your audience wants what they want. And you got to give them what they want before you can do what you want with them, with the audience, right? So at the end of the day, the big vision, and now that I'm hitting a lot of income goals that I have, which is so awesome, my big goal is opening a women's center for um moms that have mental illness and addiction issues, a place that they can come and get help for free. Because here in South Florida, addiction is huge. It's really, really big. And if you don't have money, you can't get help. Hmm. And there's a lot of halfway houses that are down here, unfortunately, that are feeding the people that are trying to get sober drugs. So then they can get a referral fee, sending them back to an addiction clinic. It's just, it's really, it sucks down here. And so, and I've seen it cause it's something that's very close to home for me. So moms and heels is going to also be a safe place for women who have mental illness and addiction to come get sober. And they're going to learn how to get off living off the state with becoming an entrepreneur, telling their story. Like that's my big vision and my big goal for moms and heels to make a big impact. That is awesome. That's very, very inspiring. I think that's one of the things I love about network marketing. I have three beliefs. Number one, it allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential, just like the way you've grown. Uh, it allows us to be better parents, just like the stuff you're teaching. Anaya is way different than if you didn't start network marketing, right? The old yeah. arena. It also allows us to give back more. And then I think, you know, if you have trouble, if you're listening or watching this, you have 
difficulty attracting prospects is people are not necessarily buying you where you're at if you never made money, but it's buying your vision. Right, a lot of you by just listening to Marina's story, you're you're inspired. You're probably going to work the business more, and that's what people are buying. People are buying where you're going, and just like the way Marina shared that, she's very crystal clear on her vision. It's no like she's very confident with her vision as well, and that's what you really need to uh, you all need to work on. So, talk about how do people work on a vision? How did you get that vision, Marina? Like, how do people if because vision's something that's not something you they teach at schools, right? How do you develop a vision? Yeah, they should teach it at schools. Let's be real here. I wish, I wish, right? Um, you know, a lot of prayer. I'll keep it real with you. A lot of prayer. Um, it's a lot through my past experience, trauma that I've been through growing up in life. I learned to embrace it instead of hide it. Um, I actually just came out with my depression and anxiety. I just came out. Listen, to me, I just came out with my depression and anxiety. Um, and how bad of a struggle it is for me. You know, I've never had issues speaking on stages or being on calls like this or being interviewed. And in the past five, six months, I've had something happen and I don't, it's, we're working with my doctors on it, that it's been straight panic attacks and anxiety. And so I've learned to start embracing all of my experiences, everything I've been through, because I know there's a reason I've gone through it. And it's been a lot of hard work and soul searching and it's been a lot of prayer and it's been a lot of support and it's been a lot of what's my purpose and what makes me happy. And that was something I was making a lot of money two and a half, three years ago, but I wasn't happy. And so why wasn't I happy? Like I had to start asking myself those questions and that's where the vision started to come from. I'm at my best potential when I'm helping other women when I'm helping them through horrible things that they've been through because I've been there. And that's truly what gives me purpose. And network marketing has given me this most amazing, it's the most amazing vehicle. It's connecting me to people that can get me to that vision mm -hmm. that want to be a part of it too. So I don't know if that answers your question. I think I spoke in a little bit of circles there, but it's definitely work to get that vision because when that vision is so crystal clear and you have that clarity, Simon, and you know this, nothing gets in the way. Mm. Nothing makes me mad anymore. Like nothing can get in my way. People talking bad about me just because they don't understand something or like I see things on such a different, such different glasses, su such different lenses now that I have the clarity of, of what I want in the next 10 years. Mm. That's because you've grown a lot. And for those who are listening, if you have uh, challenges coming up with vision, because like we said, it's not taught in school, one of the easiest ways to do it is just copy someone else's vision. You know, copy Marina's vision. Or, mm. and, you know, and just by copying someone's vision and living through that, you realize, oh, maybe it's this part of Marina's vision, I don't like this. You eventually come up with your own vision. Because, I mean, if you ask most people come up with a vision, you don't even know where to start, right? So mm. copy Marina's vision. She wants to help a woman. Maybe you want to help a man. Whatever it is, copy it. And then you realize, maybe I don't like what Marina's doing here. You come up with your own vision. But ultimately, you know, uh, there's a saying, amateurs sell products, amateurs sell company, but leaders sell vision. And that people are not joining who you are today. You know, pe people join Marina not for who she is today. It's where she is going with that vision. And that's, you know, whether you're offline, online, it all works the same way. So... Uh, then let's change gears a little bit, Marina. Yeah. This is my favorite question. Okay, I'm going to ask you again. I asked you three years ago. I asked you again. So in your years of network marketing experience, what is your worst, worst moment in network marketing? And uh, to the point actually, that you wanted yeah. to quit. It's actually changed from the last answer, right? Um, the worst moment in network marketing um, for me was 
and I'll just be real, just not leaving a company with with integrity. I think like my first when I made a transition from my first company back in the day, I didn't really know any better. However, when I look back, I look at people that I hurt when I did that and people's, you know, hearts that were probably hurt. I mean, I've made amends now and I've apologized for things that maybe I didn't know I was doing because I was new in the industry. But I, when I look back at my career, I look at that moment or that time span as like, whoa, I should have stopped and thought about things. I could have done them a little differently. Mm, really good. And that's being real and raw and authentic right there because I've never said that out loud to like out there. And I just, I think people need to hear that. Someone needed to hear that today. Yeah. Well, the follow up question to that is, if you, talk about your mistakes. You make mistakes and we learn. What is something yeah. you wish, if you had to go back in time, you would do over again? Yeah, I think um, I would have just, I think I would have just, you know, one, like that company just wasn't for me and that's okay. But I think I would have, you know, um, not talked bad and bashed a company. And I think that's one thing that I absolutely did back in the day. This was, you know, 2013. And I think that I would have, um, I think I would have, definitely went a little slower at choosing a company because I think there's so many shiny pennies out there that we can all just get uh, frazzled and, Oh my God, we're going to be bazillionaires. Right. Um, something else that I think I did too was um, trying to keep my thumb on leaders in my organization. This is something that somebody needs to hear too. And I did this. And if that person's listening, I hope they hear me and know there, I had somebody in my downline who, you know, we just clashed. We didn't get along. And and it was because we both red type personality and I was brand new into becoming a leader. And I thought I knew everything. Here we go with that again. Right. And she thought she knew everything and she knew more than I did about marketing. And I should have listened to her in certain ways. Like I can admit that now, but we clashed and, you know, I lost um, about 150,000 in volume because she decided to quit working. And it was because I cut my thumb on her. I didn't just let her be her. And um, that was a big mistake I made. And I'm, I'm grateful now that I could recognize that. And I've, again, you know, tried to make amends there, you know, stuff happens, whatever. But that right there, I think, has been the biggest mistake that I've learned from that I don't do now because I don't want this business to be about me or any company I'm in to be about me. Again, like you said, it's about the vision. It's about the culture and the team. Hey, thank you for the uh, transparency. You're so welcome. Humble, you know, and I think for those who are listening, uh, that is what it takes to be successful. You see a Marina, oh, she is, uh, she got this great mommy Hughes group. She's tracking prospects online. She's great. But, um, you know, in order to be that person, you have to go through a lot of crap, a lot of the stuff. It's all part of, you know, Marina wouldn't be the leader she is today if it wasn't for that stuff. And realizing that these mistakes, um, you, there's lessons there. And I think you have to acknowledge, first of all, to be aware of them and admit to it, like, like you said, to take the humble pie is your mistake. But once you acknowledge it, then you can grow from it. Absolutely. You become better, right? And being humble, know that, um, you know, it's not what you know. It's like, you know, this is, there's a saying, I think John Wooden used to say it. It's like, it's not what you don't know that's going to kill you. It's the things that you do know that you think they're all there is to know that's going to kill you, right? Absolutely. And as leaders, we've got to be constantly humble. And, and I think it's sometimes tough because we're all put on the pedestal. Someone like yeah. you put on the pedestal, so you think you know it all, but we never, never know it all. Everyone's just figuring it out themselves. I think too, Simon, it's like I was never put on a pedestal anywhere. So then when I got put on a pedestal, it was like, 
oh my gosh, celebrity status, right? And I was eating it up. And I needed that humble pie, though, because I look now, I'm building a solid business, a solid organization, a solid with the right culture and the right things in mind. In mind, and, and most people don't get celebrated in life. So I think that you know it happens to a lot of people when they get into success, come into success really quickly in their business. Yeah. So. What, um, and it goes back to your values. Yeah. Right? There's some it's like there's a saying: if you go to Hollywood, any person who goes to Hollywood with bad values will just be consumed by addiction, and they'll be done. Right? It goes back to your values. And it's very easy to be on a pedestal because we have a pride. Everyone has pride and ego, and we think all that. But end of the day, mm-hmm. we're not nothing, right? We're all on a journey, and as long as you keep going and learning and growing, you'll be. And it's your definition of success, right? Success, like success is a letdown. I always teach it to my coaching clients. Success is a letdown. The throw is in the pursuit. So if you think, yeah. oh, I make like ten grand, I'll be happy. You know, Marine just says she was making lots of money, but not happy. It's the journey, right? So if you think, oh, if I make, a, if you're struggling, like, oh. You never made a check. Oh, if I only could get to Marina stage, I'll be happy. You know, if you don't have your values, you're not going to be happy. And actually, actually they haven't done the same. I written a book by Malcolm Gladwell in uh, David versus Goliath, where like, in the U.S., if you make over, like, if you're below 80 grand a year, more money will make you happy. But once you get over 80 grand, like, whether you're making 100 grand or 105 grand, the extra five grand does not make you happier, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's about the journey. And even, um, you know, people talk, ask me, what's my most memorable part of Building when I was building network marketing, it wasn't when I won the trophies and awards. Actually, my favorite, most memorable part was while I was living in a tiny apartment, making calls every day in a hot apartment at 4:30 p.m. It was so hot I couldn't. There was no air conditioning, but if I opened, I live right off on Bundy Drive. When I opened the door, um, you could hear the buses going in rush hour, and then I couldn't hear the prospect, so I had to close it. I'll be sweating my butt off. Right? That was like probably the most memorable point of like it's the journey. So if you are listening there. Celebrate that journey. Know that as long as you keep doing, you'll get to that status where Marine is. So, Absolutely. Hey, what's your, um, where do you see this profession going? Oh, my gosh. It's just going in so many amazing places. I mean, I think we have more people joining this industry than ever. We have people that I never thought would join network marketing that are joining. We've got direct sales. We've got, you know, the social retail model. I think there's... I think the way the industry is moving too, it's 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 great. Like I don't ever hear, is it a pyramid scheme? I know a lot of that has to do with my posture and a lot of that has to do with my confidence, but I think a lot of that has to do with uh, more and more people are looking for ways to make money online because everything that I purchase besides my groceries, and it's just because I'm afraid at the moment, I'm sure that'll happen soon, um, is online. I mean, everything, and I know... <sighs> Who would have thought that we would be able to build a network marketing business from our phone? In 2012, that would have never been, I mean, obviously three-way phone calls, but never like from from social media. And if we think that social media is going to be the only way to build a network marketing business online, that's going to shift, I'm sure, too. I mean, there's going to be other platforms that start popping up besides Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. I mean, there's SEO. There's a whole bunch of things, right? But there's going to be more platforms that come. And I think that I get more and more excited about it every day. I really, really do. Because, you know, like as trainers in the industry now, we dig in. We're researching. We're trying to stay ahead of everything and everyone so we can trade on the newest upcoming things. And what I'm seeing and what I'm interviewing and, and just the types of people it's attracting, the impact is going to be where this industry goes. The people and upcoming leaders, I said this on stage at my last company event, 
I'm excited to see the upcoming leaders, the new names in this industry, those that are making $500,000 or $2,000 a month right now in the next six months to 12 months are going to be the ones making six figures. I'm excited to see them come and put their mark in this industry because their new thoughts, their new ideas are going to help me learn more. And it's just like, we're just, gosh, this industry is beautiful. I mean, look, there's drama in any business, right? It happens, you know, but I just truly believe our, our industry is about making an impact in the good people shine through. The good people shine through. Yes, the good people shine through. And the bad people, uh, they won't last. Because that's no. what happens to bad people. So if you ever see mm -hmm. bad people, oh, I wish, don't worry about them. Longevity, they won't last. You know, talking about lasting, um, another change too is like, you know, when I first started, it was like 2003. If you make even the early uh, mid 2000s, uh, like 10 years ago, you make six figures, it's a big deal. Now six figures is not a big deal anymore. It's like no. the six figures has become the uh, like the fifty grand, right? You really have the seven. There's so many six figure earners now. It's yeah. really the, the profession's really changed, and a lot of like you said, the social media, the people purchasing online, being comfortable with that. Um, so speaking of online, what are some advice you can give? A couple tips about what to create content. Like if you're new or haven't had much yeah. success, what should they be posting? Do you want me to tell them what, what they shouldn't be posting? Like I used to post <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. What, what should they post? I'm just kidding. So here's the thing, you know, I don't overthink my content and this is just me. Like, this is just the way my brain works. I could get content out of reading a sentence. So I just, I think sometimes I have a superhuman brain and that's just because my brain never stops. And that's actually the plus in the negative side, the good side and the bad side of my brain and the chemistry of it. And the anxiety and the depression comes from my, you know, the mental illness part, but I'm grateful for it because I can create content out of anywhere. So I don't like to overthink it. I like to feel my content. And here's what I found. When I feel the content that I'm putting out, I get a better response. That's right. If I'm putting out content just to put it out there because I have to make a post, I don't get engagement. Here's an example. Instagram, right? We're all trying to figure out that platform. I'm trying to figure it out. Let me just be real. Like I'm finding good stuff going on over there. But I, but what I found is this. When I just try to fill the holes and fill the gaps with a post and I, people can tell. They can tell if I'm just putting it out there to fill a hole. Whereas if I really put my time and effort into feeling the content I'm putting out, dude, the engagement's amazing. The connections are amazing. And here's an example. I was super authentic about my depression, anxiety. I keep bringing back to that because I just, I'm using that as an example. I wasn't negative about my depression and anxiety. It wasn't a boo-hoo, woe is me. It wasn't that type of post. It was an empowering post. And it also drew out people on my Facebook that I had no idea suffered from the same thing that were in the industry or weren't in the industry and were afraid to be in the industry because of their depression and anxiety. Hmm. So it's when you can truly be authentic in your content, feel it and put it out there. If you're just throwing something out there to put it out there, don't put it out there because people can tell. Yeah, because people can feel it. It's the heart, right? The, yeah. and, and I think I like what you say. You don't overthink it. It's so huge. And like people think, or they think, I'm not getting any results from it. Um, I think if you start creating content, you probably know this, Marina. Like the first 30 days or so, you may not get any results. But mm -hmm. you're getting, like what Marina talks about, her heart. 
right? You're developing your voice. You know, the writers, if they have a voice, how they... Marina has a certain voice. You may not create content like her. And if you try to copy her exactly, it's not going to be you. It's not feeling. Just share out there. And, you know, with the first 30 days you're creating content, you may realize some of it you hate doing, some of you like. Like what Marina discovered about heart, she only got that because she did it, consi- you know, she did it consistently. Right? And, and then you realize, hey, this, is, this works and this doesn't work. And so everyone has a different style. Um, like for me, I try not to, yeah, I do my best not to overthink it. Every time I overthink it, or oh, let's do this because this, 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 this will help promote something. It never works that well. Right? No. Whatever's on your mind, just share it. And after a while, you realize what you like to share and what you don't like to share. And you realize, okay, I, even with ML Nation, I used to share certain type of posts. I'm like, I don't want to share stuff about that type of stuff anymore. Right? Uh-huh. And that's only because I did it so many times. All right, I'm sick of it. This is what my heart's telling you. So, follow, like Marines says, follow your heart and follow your passion. Be genuine. And people will stop following you. But you have to be patient. I think most people, too, they're like, they're like, well, I should have the answer. I'm me. I should know me. And I want to, I want you guys to know it's okay if you don't know yourself just yet. I mean, I'm 34 years old and I didn't figure out who I was until I was 30. (laughs) And even then, I don't think I really figured out like me, me until 31. And so that's okay. And I think, you know, don't be afraid to play with content out there and see what works. But it's funny. I said this to one of my girls the other day. I was like, you know, what's funny about social media because I'm helping her with real estate. She's, she's building doing a whole bunch of stuff for real estate with, you know, kind of like, you know, funnels and stuff. So I'm trying to help her. And I said, have you ever found like the content you put out is the content you think that is not going to get a response. You don't even care if it gets a response. It's not out for a purpose. You're just putting it out because you felt like you should. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, it's like the nights we used to go out when we were like teens and in our twenties, we thought like it was going to be the worst night because we didn't have the perfect outfit. We didn't have the perfect, you know, shoes on or whatever. And it ended up being the best night ever. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how I feel about content when I put it out. It's like it's the stuff I didn't even think would work that works. Hey, that's a great analogy. So true. And then like the nights, oh, this is going to be a great night. Have high expectations. Normally they suck. Right. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. When I go launch something and it does and it falls flat and I go to Jason and I'm crying and I'm like, he was supposed to do amazing. He's like, stop it. He's like, cut it out. I told you not to get yourself too excited about it. Hey, MM Nation, here's a new type of MM training event that we just started. Now, you all know, if you listen to many episodes of MM Nation, the turning point for almost all top leaders was at an event. And right now, we have the new type of event, the BYOB Workshop. This is MM Nation's Build Your Own Business Workshop. And how this is different, because you can forget taking notes, because you're going to get results instead. We're going to prospect together and get results immediately. So we don't focus just taking notes and learn, 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 because you probably know a lot already. We are doing, going to do some training, but most of the time it's going to be me and you prospecting together. And if you're stuck, you actually get to ask me. I'll tell you what exactly, how to reply back to your prospects. Uh, we've done a couple of these in 2018. They got amazing results, and we're expanding to different cities. If you're interested, right now we have early bird pricing. You can get up to 50% off. And if you're an insider member, you get an additional 30% off of these uh, after the early bird price. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Okay, mlnation.com BYOB, and I'm excited to be prospecting together with you and get results for you that day. So it's not taking notes and going home. We can prospect and build, grow your business in one day more than you have it done. Just go to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. 
You've been amazing. Oh, awesome talking to you. We got to wrap up the show, okay? Uh, but some quick questions, because otherwise we can talk for hours here. Yeah. Uh, come quick questions. Uh, you can be quick one sentence answers, uh, so the, you know, so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. But number one is what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Yeah. So the last episode I shared my Angelou and I've come in to be who I am. So it's um, just get it done. I mean, get it done. And I don't think it's necessarily a success quote. It's more of like a just take action. And it's something that I've told myself, like the five second rule, just get it done so I can get it done. And it's been really helpful. I love it. You know, I just used that today. Someone's telling me, oh, this, that, this, this, this. Like, I don't care about that. Just get it done. Just get it done. Everything else is excuses. Yes. Right. Yep. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Daily method of operation. And you have an amazing daily method of operation cheat sheet, FYI. And that's been something that helps me in my brand and in my business. Working in time blocks, that has been absolutely amazing for me. Oh, thank you. Hey, for those ML Nations, since you gave a plug, if you're interested in the uh, DMO, Daily Method of Operation, go to mlnation.com forward slash DMO. You can get that. We'll type in DMO in the comments. I'll get it out to you. Um, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Oh, boy. Um, I guess just, you know, try, uh, actually, yeah, this is, you know, from Bob Heilig, you know, impact over profit. Mm. Impact over profit. Absolutely. That's been something this year that has stuck with me. Um, and that has made me really go ham with my um, with my moms and heels where I want to take my brand. So absolutely. I like that. Uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use? Right now, you just uh, you talk about Facebook groups, right? You put, you add tag message. Facebook groups, Facebook groups, and not only just having yeah the ATM method, not only having a Facebook group for our team, but actually getting inside Facebook groups that you're passionate about and just you know complimenting and connecting with people. Yeah. And for those who don't know what ATM is, add tag message, add a prospect in the group, tag them on the video, and then you message them. Okay, yep. add tag message. Uh, what is one, um, do you have a favorite app or online resource like Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend? Uh, both Dropbox and Evernote. Absolutely. Um, in the Facebook groups now, though, they have really cool tool with units. So in our team, I've been using that units tab to put together like our three step simple process of launching the business. And that's been really helpful because it's in units. All they have to do is click that tab. So that's been an amazing tool as well. What's one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation? Um, get Over Your Damn Self if you're just getting started in network marketing um, by Romy. I can't pronounce her last name, but you know who I'm talking about. She's absolutely amazing. And that book just, I mean, women, I mean, if you want it to hit you in the right place, that is just an amazing, amazing book. And then the other one that I just read, if you're building on, are we talking about network marketing or building Any online? Any book. Okay, I just read Vince Reed's Internet Traffic and Leads, and I fell in absolute love with it. So that's the other book I would recommend if you're into digital marketing and online marketing and want to look at building a network marketing business that way. Hey, what's the most impactful book you've read in the last three years? Oh, ooh. David Scoltetti has a really, really great book called The Ripple Effect, and I read that. That book was very, very impactful. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, Darren Hardy's book. Uh, what's it called? The compound, compound effect. effect. That one, amazing. And then Lisa Jimenez's books, Don't Mess with the Princess. But I don't know if that's still available to buy anymore. But that was the book. <laughs> it's like a workbook that took me from zero to hero. Right there. Lisa Jimenez, love her. I could totally see you. You are the princess. Don't mess with the princess. Right? <laughs> yes. Love that book. Hey, here's the last question. The million dollar question. You know it's coming. Uh, imagine it start all over again. 
that you knew no one, but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? And I know what you're going to say. You're probably going to say online, Facebook, but where? So where would, where would you go? Yeah. Okay. So obviously I would use social media, but, um, the first thing I would do is, you know, I would just get myself into some mom groups. Like I would go find mom groups. I would go find, you know, places here locally that I could connect with someone. I wish I had a really big local team. So if I could do it all over again, I would legit get out of my house and go get myself into some mom groups, networking groups, meet some amazing women. Cause with my posture and confidence now, I feel like, I could recruit anybody on the spot just the way I feel, because again, my vision, and then of course using social media, but again, I would just get myself into Facebook groups and, um, you know, I would, that's basically it. Just the same stuff I'm doing now. Mm, Awesome. Hey, Marina, thank you so much. As we wrap up any last words of advice and then what's the best way listeners can connect with you learn more about your trainings? Where where can they go? And And also moms and heels. Yeah, absolutely. So my um, website is momsandheels.com. Marina Simone was already taken FYI. So that's why that's the website. Um, You know, I have trainings and all kinds of stuff about me on there. And then I have a free training group, just my Moms and Heels free Facebook training group. You could just search Moms and Heels and request to be in the group. And that's it. Any last words of advice? Yeah, you know, don't give up. Don't quit. You know, there's, there's, there's a company out there for you. There's a vehicle out there for you. This industry is for you. You just have to find your mojo, be patient enough to find your mojo because once you find your mojo, you find your tribe, you find that check. And that's the beauty of this industry. Hey, I'm Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Marina Simone. So keep up the momentum, go to mlnation.com. Just go uh, search for Marina. Uh, M-A-R-I-N-A at the search bar and the show notes. Yours is your previous episode. Episode 138 will be there if you want to know more about background. And I'm um, just super proud of her. How You can see the transition, how she's grown in the last three years. Remember, all leaders are leading and learning and growing. So, uh, just, you know, just go to mlnation.com, search for Marina. Hey, Marina, in order to be successful in life in network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Hey, ML Nation, thanks to our guest for a great show today. And now it's your turn. Now, before we go to the recap, remember, unless you take consistent action on what you just learned, it's useless, and you basically wasted your time and our time. You need to take action. And if you feel overwhelmed or struggle with consistency, head over to our website, mlnation.com, and we have free resources that will help you defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlnation.com. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan. A great show from Marina Simone. Uh, super proud of her. You know, she was one of my uh, coaching clients. She talked about I was actually one of her first coaches. And just seeing her progress from the time I first met her to uh, when she's even been on her first show. By the way, if you don't know her first full story, check out episode 138. And I think the thing I'm most proud and happy is just like she's an amazing leader now. I mean, she was a good leader. Now she's really becoming her own, not just in her personal branding that you've seen her, right? I think that you see on the outside, but all that is a result of inside how she's grown as a person, like her being, you know, big enough as a leader to know that the mistakes she's made, being that transparency she shared, right? Like the blame game. She wasn't the leader. Uh, And admitting to that, the the mistakes that she made, right? The making it about her. It was all about seeing people as the money. And that, you know, that awareness 
of where you are, who you were, how you're changing, growing. That is where what makes you become a leader. A lot of times you all focus on, oh, how do I convince prospects, convince people, get better people? Hey, work on yourself. And as you grow, that's when you, you have the success, right? Marina said, I, I thought it was like the know-it-all. She was like, I thought she knew it all. And when she realized she didn't know it all, that's when, you know, she was like, hey, okay. That's when she really got things to the next level. By the way, if you love the episode, you can go to mlnation.com. Get episode 138 was Marina's last episode. Go to mlnation.com. Just search for Marina, M-A-R-I-N-A, or the show notes. And reach out to her. Follow her on Facebook. Awesome in terms of branding, what she does. Really good stuff. And she does Facebook Live. You know, talk about building online. You know, she talk about Facebook groups because you see the social proof. Uh, talk about three-way chats. Right, the importance of edifying, letting your edifying the upline, also letting the upline know what they've seen, so it's a more natural progression, right? More natural conversation there, so the upline can help you. And also the importance of live video, and uh, Marine does lots of live videos as well. And she's got her niche, you know, she's got her mom in heels. Um, that's her heart. As you talk about, you know, social media, don't overthink it. Just share what's on your heart. A lot of people may not like it. But there are some lot of people, small you it's actually small people, but the small percentage is a lot of people. It could be only, you know, moms with heels. It could be only like two percent. But that two percent could be like, you know, millions of people out there who are in who follow her, right? So great niche that she created. It was really following her following her heart. Um, and then talk about vision. People buy, we talk spend a lot of time talking about this. People don't buy who you are. They don't, if you're stuck not having success, people, if you if that's what you're thinking, then yeah, that's what you know people are not excited about. But people always buy where you're going, your vision, like and the, the vulnerability, transparency, right? Marina shared just anxiety, the depression, and she's still going out and do that. I mean, I don't know about you, I was inspired just to hear that, and that's something new that has happened to her lately, right? It's her journey, and but she's still going out there, providing massive value, going on build her business, not making excuses. That is the stuff that creates this inspiring. And you know, vision, you know, she talks about prayer, embrace the past, and what's your purpose? What makes you happy? That is, you know, and if you don't have a vision because they don't teach us in school, just copy, like I said, copy someone else's vision and go out there and, and you find out what you like and what you don't like. And in, in, in the long run, you create your own vision. So, the last thing is, you know, um, impact over profit. That's from one of my friends, Bob Hiley. It's super important. Stop thinking about making money. Get, it's not about yourself. Get over it. It's about helping others. And when you focus on a much bigger vision, and even though we're all screwed up, like I am screwed up, I've definitely my weaknesses, Marina shit up, her problems that she has. We all have problems. But in spite of that, we go, we have a big heart, big vision of what we do. That's what drags people to not only your business, but more importantly, lifting up the profession. Just her vision, just sharing about helping a battered woman. I don't, super inspiring that's what people are buying that's why people want to join you because not who you are but where you're going so great show from marina simone go to mlmnation.com just search for marina you can check our previous episode and, and also order nuggets of wisdom from this one uh, reach out to her, follow follow her online as well great stuff thanks again for listening on Nation. if you like this please take a minute to subscribe rate and review on itunes really appreciate it. it's another way for you to lift up the profession and um yeah thanks for listening hey i'm simon chan I'm loud and proud of this amazing profession. Uh, just watching how this profession can change people, just like Maureen, how she's changed in a couple of years. Really, really cool. And thank you for listening. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.